Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thanks for downloading Cartoon Action Hour, Episode 6. I know, I know. It's been a long time, and uh, this is not Monkeys Took My Jetpack number 33. What gives, Blind Geek? Well, let me tell you. Without disclosing a lot of personal stuff, our group has gone through what many gaming groups go through every now and again, which is a lot of legitimate real-life crap, which has made it very difficult for us to get together to game. Now, we're determined to stride through this and get to the other side, but in the meantime, we've gone for several months with hardly playing a thing, and therefore you have not been hearing much. Um, as you know from listening to the gutter skypes, and you are listening to the gutter skypes, aren't you? <laughs> uh, our hiatus should have ended in the beginning of April, and it did not. But we are back. What I'm going to do is finish uploading these cartoon action hours, and then get back into new programming. So expect several of these this week, and then, if all goes as planned, which would be a nice change, I'll be honest, <laughs> you'll have monkeys took my jetpack 33, and then Cartoon Action Hour number 12, which will be the first new Cartoon Action Hour posted exclusively to Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Anyway, in an effort to get this out as quickly as possible, I'm not going to come back at the end, so just enjoy the session, and... Well, thanks for your patience. I hope we have a few listeners left. I apologize for making you wait. And, uh... Tell your friends we're back. And get ready, because the fun is only just beginning. This time I'm just going to start the recording and make sure it's recording. Ooh, brave man. Da, 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 da. Um... And now he's meditating. And now... <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is weird. I appear on the list, and I don't see the All right. No, it's still working. Okay. I think I'm just going to stop looking at my monitor. And... and besides, if you look directly at it, you can go blind. And then all three of us would be... I used to have a, a meditation question like that. If you imagine staring into the sun, do you burn out your mind's eye? <laughs> ah, there you go. That's along the same lines as my question this morning on Twitter. Where What, what was it? I said, is it fair <laughs> for a blind blogger to say his sight is down? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, you know what you need? <laughs> Your next gift, whether it's birthday or holiday or whatever, is a T-shirt with a little button that you just press so that a rim shot sounds. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or speakers in the shoulders. It's just like... <laughs> that would actually be really cool. That would be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it would. That would sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> uh, all right. How is everyone? Everyone, well, 
How is everyone here? If we stop to assess the wellness of all on the planet, it would. <laughs> so, well, let's see. Specify. Starting with the people in Eastern Belgium. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure, they're Franz. Franz is okay. Yeah. <laughs> How is editing going? Oh God, I have been procrastinating like a madman. Oh, so you're just like me? Yeah, pretty much. I I gotta just get off my arse and get it done, and then it's a lot easier to say that than it is to actually take the effort and do it, so I haven't done it yet. So, you're just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you have 72 episodes under your belt that uh, say that you don't procrastinate as much as you... Yeah, fortunately for me, they all appear instantly on the pages when you go to load the pages. <laughs> <laughs> The space between 71 and 72 is a month again. I'm starting to drift into they're not releasing every two weeks. They're not releasing every three weeks. Now it's a monthly thing, but what the hell, you know? Sometimes I get emails that are like novels, and I don't want to cut any of them out. Yeah. You know, I don't want to edit them down. I just want to read them as is. I edit the crap out of stuff. I go in and I take out all of my... uh, Crappy vocal noises like sniffs and coughs and the little bits of side vomiting that I do once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I figure that's probably not going to go over real well. And ooh. Yeah, but if you leave the splat sounds in it, sometimes can be quite... <laughs> oh, I'm saving a splat reel. <laughs> I'll release that just before the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something to listen to after you've had your Thanksgiving turkey. How about uh, Josh? How you doing? I'm doing okay. I uh, it will be interesting to see how this episode goes. I think it's going to be really cool. But I've stolen a lot from other places for this episode. Nothing Good. wrong with that. Yeah. For the vast majority of the theft involved in the creation of this episode, it will be things that neither of you are probably familiar with. Well, then why tell us? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> In case you are familiar and you are uh, you are trying to sneak that past us, but we knew you stole this from... You thieving, scheming bastard. Oh, so he's just like me. <laughs> I think maybe I need one of those t-shirts, too. Yeah, I think that would be good. And I think if we ever get together on a physical level, that would be quite interesting. <laughs> Would you gentlemen mind moving over to that far table? You're disturbing the other guests. <laughs> Just bring the coffee, damn it. Wait till we get to our lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> you think the other guests are disturbed now? <laughs> All right. Last time we met, Malamia made off with the helmet, and he already had the sword. You guys still have the shield of Zim. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, um, we suck. <laughs> yeah, our average ain't doing so hot right now. Uh, Shasta returned to uh, the uh, Mer people to rule over them. Shaylee was returned to her more lifelike self. Yes, and, and has uh, become a dame of Shaylee. Or can we just call her a knight? I don't think she'd appreciate being called a dame. You mean of Shenzhen? sorry. Shenzhen. Whatever the hell it's called. Shenzhen. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Valamir is the one you always get wrong. Yeah, yeah that's true. Shaylee the Shenzhen dame. <laughs> Shaylee the Shenzhen warrior. God, please. <laughs> 
Used to be a little stoned. Uh, I'm sorry, you were trying to do a recap, and I just jumped right on it. I'm, she uh, was shaley for a while. <sighs> wow. First of wow. all, I can't believe you said that. Second of all, I can't believe neither of us did either up until now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Boy, okay. you know, if, if anybody listens to this and doesn't like puns, they're going to be in for a world of hate. You know, you know who we should advertise this to is Spider Robinson. <laughs> Yeah, but his puns are actually sophisticated and clever. Not, not always. Not always. <laughs> He's had plenty that are, uh, you know, wish you would die pun <laughs> caliber. <Yeah. clears throat> anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was the episode also with the leprechauns. That was our, uh, our St. Patrick's Day episode, as it were. As it were. Hey. I... Aye, and a fine episode it was. <laughs> or, That's pretty good. Oh, not bad. Not bad. It had fish in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the interim, because, you know, this is sort of episodic television, so there's always some time that goes by between episodes. <laughs> In the interim, you are trying to figure out what the hell to do. You have no idea where Valamir has gone. And, well, you're just sort of up a creek and uh, at a loss. Well, you are sitting around palavering about what should be done. A raven arrives, quite opportunistically, uh, and it has a scroll attached to its leg. It lands in the uh, dirt at your feet there in the forest, and uh, you... The raven uh, or the scroll? The raven. Okay. You take the scroll off the raven. I thought maybe he just dropped it and split. No, he took the scroll off the raven. Okay. And uh, it flew off, and you read the scroll, which says, If you are truly the knights of Shenseen, I have something that can help you in your battle against Valamir. Come to Dark Blood Mountain. And it is signed with the seal of the knights of Shenseen. Hmm. Uh, after some debate, the heroes decide... What debate? we got nothing else to do. We might as well just... <laughs> Well, that's why it's only after some debate, not much debate. It not wasn't a significant a debate. The debate consisted of, do you want to go? Sure. And that was it. Well, no, there's got to be some disagreement in the debate. So it was, do you want to go? I don't know. Should You think we should? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Let's go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> You're at the foot of Dark Blood Mountain. There's a path leading up the mountain. It's a very... Rocky. It's gotten its name, Dark Blood Mountain, because of the dark red rock that marbles through it and looks sort of like veins through the rest of the rocky surface of the mountain. There's a path leading up. Not a lot of vegetation, a lot of rocks and little else, little brush here and there, but not much. Well, let's start up the path of Dark Blood Mountain. Ten. It's mountain. I said mountain, but I think I said the tin very softly. Ah, yeah, I didn't hear it. Missed it completely. It sounded like Dark Blood Mount. Which sounds very strange. You know, if if they can be on Gilligan's Isle. Insert trudging on under the hot sun music here. (laughs) Where's the theme to Lawrence of Arabia when you need it? There you go. As you're heading up the mountain, the sun is setting, by the way. It is oh, twilight. 
And look over there, it's Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> Still no mercy. <laughs> These are the sound effects because I've been too lazy to actually get real ones. Yeah, whatever works, it's fine. Two small robots step onto the path in front of you. They're only about two feet tall, silvery looking, sort of humanoid. Why, look, smack, it's click and clack. <laughs> Should I get that Shall reference? We? Not necessarily, not unless you listen to NPR. Ah, I don't. Well, I do, but I still don't get it, so uh, I don't. They're the guys on Car Talk. Ah, uh, oh, uh, God, I don't, yeah, I don't listen to that show. Who are you? Uh, my name is... the hell is... Oh, Bladestar. <laughs> oh, man. Are you suffering from some sort of brain injury? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> wow, that, that was just... Well. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, my name is Bladestar, and this is my friend and colleague, Smack Chainmore. And, and who is the lady behind you? Yeah, I guess I can't really make fun of her anymore, can I? This is Shaylee, and we are all proud knights of Shenzhen. Knights of Shenzhen. <laughs> Cross our arms, turn our heads, and cough. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> <clears throat> you are knights of Shenzhen. What is correct? Your... We are buyers from Hughes. What is your business here? We pick, pick, pick before we choose. Oh, dear. It's going to be another one of those episodes. <laughs> and... Okay. Our purpose here is to meet someone, which we've accomplished, because here you are. We seek the author of this scroll, and I'll hold up the scroll tightly. In front of them, making sure that the seal of Shenzhen is seen. The robots scan the scroll with their electronic eyes, which are lit up, and look at one another. One nods to the other and says, We will take you to the master. Thank you. Thank you very much. What the hell? We just did an elvis thing right there. What, what is your name, by the way? I am A4, and this is AK. I'll just call you Click and Clack. It's easier. <laughs> I do not understand, but if you like, you may. Makes for better action figure marketing as well. They turn we and start further up the path. They move very, very quickly, considering that they are robots and very small. We follow them as best we can. After some time, you arrive at a huge ravine that cuts across the path. It's about 20 feet across and hundreds of feet down. There are a lot of these on <laughs> Zim. The two robots, without pausing for a moment, seem to launch themselves up off the ground and hover in the air, moving easily across the ravine. They stop on the other side, waiting for you to catch up. Just out of spite. <laughs> I'm not doing this, but just out of spite, I'm tempted to just step off the edge of the ravine with my eyes fixed on the robot following them and plummet to my goddamn death. <laughs> uh, 
You've got a note from our boss. Okay, Fallwood. Well, we, we, go ahead. Come on. This episode of Captain Souls is brought to you by Wildy Coyote. <laughs> Careful, my friend. Deadly Ravine looms before us. As you have well noticed, I'm looking around for some trees. There are no trees. It's very rocky here, but no trees. Yes, this is our beloved Game Master saying, Oh, you guys got past that other thing pretty quick. Now what are you going to do, Hot Shots? Huh? 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 You Weisenheimers? Huh? You think you're so smart? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. How far away is one safe edge to walk on to the opposite side? From here to the other side is 20 feet. The ravine is 20 feet wide. Oh. oh, okay, that's not a lot. Oh. Well, it, it might as well be 200 feet right now, because we can't exactly mm. jump across. I'm trying to think if there's... You know, I can't really do anything like that. I was trying to think if there's something I could come out of Star's arm that could act like a glider, but there are two issues with that. One, I can't think of anything that wouldn't require balance on either side, and it's only going to be on one <laughs> arm. And two, I don't want to be stuck with the damn thing all through the episode. Uh, call out to A4. A4, you may notice that we are not capable of flying as you are. We have noticed. Is this a test to see if we are Knights of Shenzhen? No. Or a cruel joke? We just don't know how to get you across. Very well. Just thought I'd ask. Where are we Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. Thanks. And have a nice day. <laughs> 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 All right. Do I see anything on the opposite side of the ravine that I could actually wrap a chain around? This big outcropping of rock you might be able to. Is your chain that long? That's a lot of chain. 20 feet? That's not, uh, that's not, that's not, not much. Really. Yeah. Oh, okay. He certainly yeah, is more than 20 feet previously. Oh, yeah. Shay Lee, are you still capable of flight? I am no longer capable of transforming into that weird alien reptile <laughs> winged bat creature thing, thing I was. I have renounced my former mistress and in doing so have lost that power. I am both sad and glad of that at the same time. Yeah, the one time you could have proven yourself useful, you lost the... No, I don't say that. <laughs> Shaley scowls no, in Bladestar's general direction. It's <laughs> up on Bladestar. Thinks. <laughs> End of thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's this little box. Yeah, like in the comic book. The close up echo voice. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to try and snag that outcropping of rock to see if maybe the other two can get across hand over hand on the chain. That's electric chain of justice. And he's. Six is rolled on the die, plus seven is 13. You do swing your chain across and just barely, I have to say, manage to snag it on the outcropping of a rock. Just barely means that I would be worried for the safety of anyone that... No, actually, yeah, no, no I you, wouldn't. You, you got it. You got it. But, as long uh, as they're holding onto the chain, even if it let loose from the rock, I'd still be able to haul them up, so... Uh, of course, you might very well. <laughs> blade star-shaped uh, impression in the side of the rock wall. <laughs> Every once in a while, we'll have a sip of juice and laugh about it, <laughs> and then move on. Well, it's sort of becoming a trademark. You know, the Knights of Shenzhen were here. There's some sort of impression of you in a rock wall or in the ground. Or in fact, that's one of the products that Mattel is selling, is a cast 
That's right. A block of rock with an indentation of Blade Star in it that you can put yeah. there. <laughs> Brick wall with plaster flaked away from it and an impression of Smack Chainmore's face in there somewhere. Seen plaster of Paris. <laughs> well, it's all sold separately. Well, my friend, this is the method that I can come up with. Shaylee, do you think you could make it across hand over hand on the chain? I do believe so. I will stand fast and hold mightily. What the, she just had an Oliver Twist moment there. Please, sir, I'd like some more. <laughs> Anything is better than the Marlboro Man. That's right. <laughs> Touche. I kind of missed that, actually. The jokes that went along with that were just too funny. Oh, I'm sure we'll find others to replace them. I'm sure. <laughs> actually, it was, it was the lady behind... I can't remember the character's name from Monsters, Inc. I don't remember what her name was. The slug behind the... Uh, uh, wasn't it Roz? Roz, probably. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Exactly. <laughs> I can do that pretty good with my cold. <laughs> before the end of this session is over, you'll feel ten times worse than you did before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, sorry. So, yes, I'm standing there holding the chain wrapped around the rock, and here we go. Which one of us goes first? You. Really look... <laughs> Me. Hmm. Yes. Not a second's hesitation there. It doesn't seem very chivalrous of you, Blade Star. This is your initiation into the Knights of Shenzhen. She you makes know. a rude hand gesture in your general direction and starts climbing across the chain. Smack Chainmore stifles a chuckle. Family viewing at its finest. <laughs> sure, yeah, this definitely belongs more on uh, Cartoon Network Adult Swim, <laughs> I think. Than, than the... Which is a few years ahead of its time, yeah. apparently. She makes it across the chain and stands next to the robots. All right, Brave, brave Star. Blade Star! Yes, 3030. All right, I'm going to attempt to swing across the chain. Well, you I mean, swing across, across the, the hand across over the hand. ravine. Oh, hand over hand, right? Okay. Uh, so you need to do your whatever your agility thing is. I forget what he's got. Nimble nimbusness, nimble nimbus, <laughs> whatever the hell it was. Nimbus <laughs> of nimbleness. That's right. Oh, apparently That's I have right. seven pops I didn't spend. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too, but I'm thinking maybe when we meet this guy, there'll be a situation where it can work into the story that I get something new. But I'm holding my cards just yet. Unless you want to add something to your thing right now. No, I'll do it after the game because I feel weird doing it in the middle. Yeah. Okay, let's see. My agility is four, so let me roll here. You know, I should have just gone with the thing that was already sitting there. When you first start the program, it automatically rolls your dice. I have an 11. Should have just said that. But no, I had to be honest and roll the dice, and I got a three. So it's seven total. All right, well, you're making your way across very slowly, given the small dice roll. However, when you reach the halfway mark... <laughs> a giant rock, as in the bird, not a stone, comes flying up out of the ravine and attacks you. What the... It appears to be a mother protecting its nest. It says. <laughs> Shaylee, quickly, make mean faces at it. She makes mean faces at it. It pays her no mind. Wait a minute. Where in the hell is this thing's Initi nest? Initiative roll, please, Bladester. 
It, we're in the middle of a ravine. What is it floating in midair? It's a bird. It, flies. it still needs a place to know the nest. Oh, the nest is in the ravine, in the wall of the ravine, in like a crevice. Well, whose stupid idea was it to put the nest there? <laughs> the game masters. Okay, that explains a lot. Okay. Uh, initiative roll. Okay, hang on. What the hell? Oh, I sound just like that stupid-ass bird in the Dinosaur Planet Power Records Star Trek <laughs> adventure. That's scary. No, it's depressing. I'm just rolling like hotcakes today. <laughs> rolling like hotcakes? I wasn't aware that hotcakes could roll. Unless That's they were very, you... very stale. No, you just have to roll them up before you send them flying across the uh, table. Ah. But they roll. And you know this. Yes. Experience? Syrup tends to hinder them a bit, though, so you have to be careful. Powdered sugar works much better. It's more slippery. This is just strange. All right. What's your (laughs) It's all appropriate. He's in a sticky situation. That's right. Hey! Where's that shirt? (laughs) I rolled a two. So I have five, I think, oomph, which makes it seven. Well, you don't go first. Apparently not, no. No. Ah, The uh, rock flies at you, talons extended. Would you like to do any sort of a dodge or counter? No, I figure I'll just let it slam into me. Yes, I'm going to. (laughs) And that would be your prerogative. Oh, dear. Okay. I, I, what the hell can I do? I'm standing, I'm... You're hanging from a chain. Yes, so I'm going to... What is the other end of the chain attached to? One end is attached to, to smack, and the other end is attached to an outcropping of rock. I was hoping you would say that. I yank on the other uh, on the end of the chain. Oh, I can't do that because then I'll fall. Then we'll both fall into the ravine. That was well, a... well no, because he's holding on to it. He's holding on to dual the... impressions in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crap. More Knights of Chen wall art. <laughs> but you said there are various rock outcroppings, or not yes, rock but you're, you're hanging in the middle of the ravine. There's nothing you can reach around you. You're There's hanging. nothing I can really do to dodge except swing. You could swing, yes. Okay, I'll try and swing out of the way. And then when I come back around on the upswing, I'll give him a swift kick. <laughs> All right, um, that would require an That would be the bird, not smack, by the way. <laughs> uh, I think one way or another I'm going to get a swift kick <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, another agility roll Mr. Bladestar okay total of 8 and I think I'm going to use an oomph to re-roll that because the odds are I'm going to get a damn decent roll in this game at some point so let me re-roll there we go. Okay, that's better. I rolled an 8, so my total is 12. You swing around on the chain, and the rock flies past you, missing you with its talons. However, I now need Smack to roll Micklemite, because you're tugging on the chain, and we need to make sure he can still hang on to it. Uh-oh. Do we lose Smack again? Uh, no, you didn't have oh, the mute okay. button. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Um, Don't do that to us anymore. 
It's okay. You'll wish you had because I just rolled a two. I have only five on Mickle Might, so that's a seven. Uh, okay, so as you swing to avoid the rock, Smack loses his grip on the chain. <laughs> Boom! Uh, oh, great. Uh, oh. However, the uh, chain is However, still... the good news is I am on the other side of the ravine you now. You are. You are. The chain was attached to the rock, and you have now created a uh, blade star-shaped impression into the rock wall on the other side. Lucky you. You you could potentially climb up the chain to the other side if you like. All right, I will do that. All right, and you another agility roll. Make it a good one. Oh, for God's sakes! If I don't climb onto the thing, I fall to my death. That's all right. Pretty much it. Yes. Insert yakety sacks here. <laughs> uh, thirteen. All right. If you make it to the top, reeling in Smack's chain as you go. The rock no longer finding you to be a threat hanging over its nest has swooped back down, but you can see it in its nest in a crevice in the wall still staring back up at you warily. Now here's the question. How am I going to get the thing back over to Smack? I recommend that you let loose the end of the chain, my friend, and I shall use gravity grip to draw it to me. Oh, there we go. I forgot you had that. Okay, yeah, I will do that then. Go ahead and roll your gravity grip there, smack. Okie dokie. Ding, 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 ding. A nine on the die, and I think I put seven on gravity grip. So a total 16? The end of the chain snaps back into your hand. You might have wanted to use gravity grip while you were holding on to it to, while, uh, <laughs> what's his name was crossing. <laughs> yes, but you, but you told me to roll a mickle my roll. Well, look that's, how be, funny that's because you weren't using your gravity grip already, you see. If you had thought of it in advance. It's not the Game Master's job to think for you. But that's okay. I. It's the Game Master's job to railroad you into the plot that he desires. <laughs> that's true. I'm just... I, we have a new piece of wall art to admire. All right. Well, anyway, this is good. Now, I wonder if I can use Mickle Mike to just draw the two ends of the chasm together. <laughs> just by... Planting my feet firmly and hauling on the chain. No, probably not. No. <laughs> no, this is not Hercules. All right, I'm I'm just gonna have to draw in as much of the chain as I can, leaning over in towards the cavern, leap out to grab the chain, and climb it as I swing towards the opposite face, <laughs> using nimbus of nimbleness. Okay, let me take some GM advice here. And back up a sec. Exerting gravity grip on the chain. You're going to keep I rolled that, an then. eight. This is for huh? which one? Oh, that's right. I used gravity grip to grab it. Right. From the opposite side. Okay, so that still applies? Yeah, we're gonna, gravity. yeah, that still applies. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to have to swing across and use nimbus of nimbleness to try and decrease the chances of me making a splat noise. <laughs> <laughs> the other side, or or a matching piece of wall art, I suppose. Exactly. I'll angle it so that I end up to one side or the other, so that I don't ruin the earlier uh, <laughs> earlier piece. All right. Then. I keep <laughs> Yosemite Sam reaching the end of the tunnel. It's great. <laughs> and 
a six again. So that's 13. All right. You do successfully manage to get across. You don't make any more art, and you're up at the top of the other side of the ravine now with your compadres. Well, that was fun. Should we continue? That was most entertaining. Thank you. So you obviously have some sort of emotional programming built into you because you're robots and yet you can be entertained. We have, Fascinating. We have been programmed to appreciate entertainment. My God, did I just say fascinating? Like, yes, I did. Blade Star apparently has pointed ears. <laughs> that gives a whole other dimension to your character. Is there... <laughs> Is there anything else we should know about your programming before we continue? We are programmed to obey the master. And who is this man? Well, let's walk and talk. <laughs> All right, they turn and start walking up the path again. So who is this master? You will meet him soon enough. Yeah, I know. I was just hoping for a heads up. Heads up? I knew he was going to do that. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, a preview, so to speak, an advanced notice. Yes, things about his personality. For instance, will he be irritated because we brought no Fresco or M and M's? Product placement. That's right. But we do have a month-old party balloon that he can have. Excellent. We <laughs> shall make a gift of it. Slightly deflated, but it does have. <laughs> this sounds like one of those sticks that you are carrying. A slightly deflated balloon. <laughs> you will meet him soon enough after a few moments up the path. You arrive at a cave, which is set up more like a proper dwelling. There's some reasonably comfortable, if primitively made, furniture, a fire burning in a fire pit, and it's definitely a bit homey. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Yes, I am a robot rapper, homie. Oh, God. You know, considering I just watched Flight of the Navigator the other night and the main alien robot ship controlling for... It's like an eye, but it's the ship's character, so to speak. When he interfaces with the kid... He becomes like Pee-wee Herman. So in the 80s, a robot rapper, though you were jesting, would not be so far out of left field, I'm afraid. That frightens me. Yeah, it frightened me too while I was watching it. Other than that, it's a good movie, but God, the Pee-wee Herman thing just dated it like crazy. Anyway, um... Please have a seat. We will summon the master. Okay, I pull up a chair by the fire pit. Shaylee pulls up one next to you. I will stand. All I right. can stand like this for hours in the hot sun. That explains a lot, actually. I had to quote some TV show, so I figured I'd pick that one. <laughs> I have a question, Shaylee says to the room at large. How do we know this isn't some sort of trap that Valamir has created? We don't, but we were doing so well on our own before this happened that we figure we can afford to screw up a little bit now and again. She gives you a strange look. What I'm saying is we don't know that it's not a trap, but 
It's not like we've had a thousand different options to choose from, so you work with what you got. An old man comes into the uh, room. And we got Obi-Wan Kenobi. He is leaning on a staff and hobbling. He is or dressed, Gandalf. He is dressed in robes and has long white hair, but no beard. So oh, okay. I was not, just about to say Merlin, something. <laughs> Hello, good sir. Hello. Greetings. Greetings, venerable one. I suppose you have come in response to my missive. I hold up the scroll. You are indeed correct, wise one. Indeed, indeed. Can I get you full drink? You must have had a long journey. Do you have any Bosco? <laughs> what? What the hell is Bosco? It's a delightful chocolate drink, mixed with cow's milk. He makes a face. <laughs> if you've none of that, then water will suffice for me. Blade Star rolls his eyes. I have water, I have tea, I have rum. Rum, please. <laughs> and you, Smack? Oh, water, water indeed would suffice for me. And you, Shaley? I have also. How do you know our names? The old man just smiles. My name, by the way, is Timelin, he says as he pours the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, just bit through, I just bit through my tongue. <laughs> no, 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 I, I was so tempted just to say, like, before he could even get it out, We don't care! He <laughs> 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 pours the drinks and hands them around. Would you like something to eat? You know, she had a point. We don't know if this is a trap or not. I apologize. I missed the name that she gave for the character. Timeline. My Timeline is my name. Oh, well, I'm, I'm becoming Irish again. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Timeline Time is, is my name. And I can Time take you anywhere you want to go. If you, <laughs> if you will be partaking, <laughs> you will be partaking of food. I will gladly join you. I will be partaking. I haven't had... I haven't... Why do I keep doing that? I haven't had my evening meal yet. Well, then we will join you in that... He takes out... Meal. What the hell? Sorry. That was very Shatner-esque. Yeah, I know. I know. We will join you in that... Meal. Meal. <laughs> Before we go back to our... Do you have any... Skyship. That's right. And do you have any... Troubles to go with that? <laughs> or any... Grey Poupon. He pulls out a large, absolutely gigantic loaf of sweetened cinnamon bread and begins breaking off hunks and handing it around to all. Hmm, thank you. That's really good. You shouldn't but, speak with well. your mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright. I'm a knight of Shenzhen. I can, we have a different code. Ah, I see. I know a thing or two about that code. 
Lan. Oh, you do? <laughs> Indeed, do. you must, Tidlin. You know the seal of Shenzhen. What else of our order are you aware of? More than you probably suspect. But enough about that now. Tell me about what has been happening to you on your journeys. Cue cartoon flashback here. I know. Okay, we give him a rundown of what's been happening over the last five episodes. <clears throat> Do we want to actually role-play the telling, or just a go... Bit, a little bit, yeah. But, you know, okay. keep it short. Well, we're looking for the helm, sword, and shield of Zim, and we found the shield. There, how's that for short? Hmm. In truth, we have at one time or another nearly been in possession of all three <laughs> yeah, items. Yeah, we have. I see. Although the sword itself we never held in our hands. It was within mere feet of us before. This close. And the helmet? Before Valamir. The helmet was made use of for quite some time to keep Shaylee, who in stone form wasn't able to move, in able stone to move. Form. Yes, she was bitten by an evil rat. <laughs> As opposed to a heroic one? I know not the effects of a heroic rat bite. Perhaps you do. <laughs> I just, Perhaps I got... it makes you exceptionally brave and strong, only you get an overbite. <laughs> I do not know. But she was turned to stone, and the helmet of Zim allowed her to move about. I see. I see. Well... As I mentioned in my missive to you, I have something that may be of great use to you against Lord Valamir, who is no friend of mine, incidentally. And he never caught a rabbit. <laughs> but, uh... But I, I need to uh, be absolutely certain that you do abide by the code and the honor that is befitting the Knights of Shenzhen. Okay, do you want us to help an old lady across the street? No, but I am going to make you pass a simple test. If you pass the test, I will know that you are truly knights of Shenzhen. Agreed? Since we are knights of Shenzhen, it should not be too hard to pass the test. So, yes. All right. To pass the test, you must bring me back the silver apple. Very good, then. The old man puts down his staff for a moment and claps his hands. Suddenly, the three of you are out in broad daylight in the middle of a forest. The old man is nowhere in sight. I long for the days, my friend, when people wanted simple copper. Yeah. How are we supposed to bring it back? We don't even know how far away we are from the... I'm assuming he must have some way of monitoring us. Either that or finding our way back to his abode is part of the test. That could be, too. I scan oh, about there, lads. Oh, Lord. No. Oh, no. Lucas. <laughs> Lucas appears. George! How are you? <laughs> My name's not George. It's Lucas. How are you lads doing? We're doing pretty good. How are you? I, I've been better. I've been worse. I've been shorter. I've been taller. 
<laughs> I've been a bit fatter before, too. I lost some weight in the last few weeks. Yeah, well, well the animators had to cut back on something. Yeah. Have your people been plagued with any further visits from giant leopards? I haven't got a bleeding idea. Then you, you haven't oh, been no, among no. your people? Well, you see, I'm not really Lucas. What? I'm not really Lucas. See, you are George. I, I, I'm not computer-generated, either. <laughs> and if I was charged, that's probably what I'd be. You of people going to die. Um. <laughs> you see everything around you? This is all happening in your heads. None of this is actually real. The test is all fabricated by that old man, Timelin. He put me here, too. Then in reality, we are still sitting in his chambers. In reality, I are. So the silver apple must be sought within ourselves. That's very deep. It depends on who you are. <laughs> In my case, it'll be a short journey. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's a pretty wise observation, considering. So, so George, do you have any idea where the silver apple is? Uh, uh, funny I should happen to ask. That, yeah, I thought so. I got a pretty damn good idea where it is. Actually, I know exactly where it is. But the first thing you got to do for me to get that little bit of info out of me is you must answer me a riddle. Card. King of Hearts. <laughs> no, I think sorry. we've had that one before. Yeah, you have answered riddles before. That's true, but you never answered what I mean. Okay. Lay it on us. I have things that both eggs and professors do, too. Like an apple, I must be peeled before I'm much of much use to you. When I'm forgotten, I could take you to a faraway land. Sometimes full of water, sometimes full of sand. He crosses his arms and looks at you smugly. Hmm. Do we get guesses, or is it just a question of we guess once and we're wrong, that's it? Oh, you can guess as many times as you like. I don't really give a damn. Okay. <laughs> Not my game. Would you be kind enough to repeat the riddle once more? I would. Image of focus. Let me get back to the beginning of it in my notes. <laughs> I have things that both eggs and professors do too. Like an apple, I must be peeled before I'm of much use to you. When I'm forgotten, I can take you to a faraway land. Sometimes full of water, sometimes full of sand. Would you be speaking about... eyes? I would indeed. Damn you. I got that really quickly. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty damn good riddle, though. It is a good one. I don't understand the first part of it. Oh. <laughs> well, Eggs and professors. Well, what do professors hey. have? Okay, professors Students. have eyes. The professors have pupils. <laughs> and eggs have... Whites. Whites. Oh, good God. Okay. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I thought that line was the one that was going to give it all away. No, I made no connection at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. 
Anyway, you are wanting to know about the silver apple. Yes, yes we are. It's over in... It's, it's on an island in the middle of the Mermaid's Lake, which is in that direction, and he points in the general northeasternly direction. We just came from there. <sighs> Correction, my friend. We are still in the chambers of Timelin. Perhaps we can get there faster if we simply imagine ourselves to already be on the island. Or... Perhaps I'm completely talking out of my butt and we have to walk. <laughs> I would say that more likely than not, it's the latter. I gather my shredded, hole-ridden cape about me and begin trudging <laughs> in that direction. Do you mind if I tag along? This could be entertaining. Oh, jeez. I mean, yes, that's fine. We will do whatever we need to do to protect you. Although, since you're a figment of our imagination, I guess... There's really no need to protect you from anything, because if you die, we'll just reimagine you. Or You're he really may end up protecting us, you know. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it says so on my action card. The most powerful smart hoss in the universe. That's right. You hear a piteous whining. Look, Shaylee, we'll go there when we go there. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> Having finally had enough, Shaylee hauls off and smacks Bladestar across the face. <laughs> Your tongue is getting rather tiresome, Bladestar. Patience, Shaylee. You may wish to wait until we're in the real world to do it for, for <laughs> to do it actually instead of here within our minds. You may be more satisfied. Fair point. Fair point. I might be able to do more damage that way. I look off in the direction that the whining seems to be coming from. It's somewhere in a grove of trees off to your right. You're not close enough to see anything from here. Well, we're knights of Shenzhen. Let's check it out. As we march, like, do we do the Mod Squad march, or we can do the monkey's cross leg thing where we're... <laughs> that would be the Mod Squad march. You okay. find a lion cub caught in some quicksand. It is up to its shoulders already, and that is from whence the piteous whining is coming. Is is he a regular lion, or is he like an anthropomorphic lion? As far as you can tell, he is a normal lion cub, yes. Okay. Bladestar, hold on to my ankles. <laughs> okay. I'm going, to, I'm going to lay down as closely as I can get to this cub. While uh, Bladestar holds onto my ankles, because yeah, that try will and be, I will it. tell you now, that will be laying down directly in the quicksand, which stretches out about eight feet around the trapped cub. May I make a suggestion, Smack? Uh, indeed. Now that yes, now that we know exactly how far in it is, <laughs> maybe your gravity grip could haul the lion out, or we could use your chain of justice to encircle him and I prefer your first suggestion because it may not know to grab onto the chain of justice it may simply consider it a threat that's true so yes I'm going to go ahead and try that gravity grip 
on the little lion cub that's probably going to eat my face as soon as it gets out of there. And I roll... Jeez. Yeah, please don't botch this roll or we'll have a crushed lion where... Well, I rolled a 13, but I think this die is stuck on 6 now. <laughs> Last month it was stuck on 3. All right. Well, it's going six. up. <laughs> Next time it'll be stuck yeah, on 9. Plus. Yeah. Uh, so that's a 13 to try and gravity grip uh, gravity. the cub out of the quicksand. You use your gravity grip. Unfortunately, the quicksand is clinging too tightly to the cub, and the gravity grip only sucks up some of the quicksand, which causes the cub to sink faster. I would like to hand one end of my electric chain of justice to Bladestar and ask that he and Shaylee hold on to it. Okay. And I will leap out. Eight feet is not a big jump. It's taller than I am, but it's not too far for me to jump, so I'm going to jump out and grab the cub. It's a big jump for a normal man, but for a knight of Shenzhen, it's child's play. That's right. One small step for man, one giant leap for a knight of Shenzhen. <laughs> All right, so a nimbleness, right? Nimbus of nimbleness, that is a 9 plus 7 is 16. All right, you leap Wait a minute. Out. Hang on a sec, I'm sorry. I just assumed that Nimbus of Nimbleness is at 7. I am wrong. It is a 14. It is not a 7. Because Nimbus of Nimbleness is at 5. Well, that's still all right. You do leap out to the cub and get hold of it. But now you must roll Mickle Might, I think. Well, I'll be holding on to it in the hopes that the other two can haul me and the cub out of there. Do you think I should roll Gravity Grip instead of Mickle Might? Or... I think your best bet would be to pull the cub out of the quicksand... And then hope that the other two can pull you both out while you're holding the cub. Okay. So Because otherwise they're going to be fighting against the quicksand of you both that's sucking you both down. Oh, God. I had a change die. I had a change die. You could use Zenomph if it was a very bad I'm one. going to. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If you roll a one, are you allowed to mm. use Zenomph? Because that's what I rolled. You know, I don't think the rules said either way. Yeah, it did. Oh, okay. Then I'm using... Hell yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead and use an oomph. All right. Because, uh, no way, no. No, I'm sorry. Not a one. A nine on the die. And Mickle Might is at five, so that's a 14 again. You just barely managed to pull the cub free, and now it is up to your friends to pull you out. Because you are sinking rapidly into the quicksand yourself. All right, Blade Star. Come on, Shaley, put your back into it. Um, you have some sort of strength, anything? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> or do I? Let me see. <laughs> the cub is squirming about, but not really trying to get free and not uh, causing you any harm, by the way. Well, that's a plus. The closest thing I have to a strength trait is my cybernetic arm. I mean, that's a stretch, I admit, but... Uh, yeah? Since I'll be using my arm to try and pull the chain. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll accept that, because obviously some sort of cybernetic arm is going to be stronger than a normal human arm. That's six, so let me go ahead and roll. Oh! I have a total of... Seventeen. Very good roll. Yes. 
All right. Take you it. managed to haul Smack and the Lion Cub out of the quicksand by kicking on the chain. Your combined efforts. Your combined efforts, Blade Star. <laughs> succeed where one of you would have failed. I released the Lion Cub. It sits down on your feet. <laughs> you are released, Lion Cub. Why do I get the feeling we've picked up another pathetic life form? I have released you. As in freedom for you. As in get out. To romp it, away it to your bat, mother. It bats at your knees. Uh, walk a short distance away from the quicksand. The lion cub follows you. I'm, I'm looking around off in the distance for an angry mother or father coming to charge at us and kill us. <laughs> Nothing there. The lion cub tries to climb up your pants. I reach into a pocket and pull out a freshly cooked fillet of sole, probably mackerel, and give it to the cub. What is it? Um, freshly cooked fish. Delicious. Okay. Smells great. Fish fillet. Uh, where, where did that come from? <laughs> I'm inside my mind. I decided it needed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, uh, Timeline is controlling the hallucinations, so there's no fish. Unfortunately. Good idea. The fish disappears from my hand. It is insufficient Timeline. to help you in your task. Oh. <sighs> So, stop the hurting. Make him stop the hurting. <laughs> your life is your own. I have rescued you from possible death. There is no need to thank me or hang around here anymore, <laughs> little lion cub. And I have nothing to give you. While he is discussing this with the lion cub, I'm examining it to see if I can find any kind of a silver marking on the lion's fur or some such thing. You do not see any such something, no. Okay, then that blows that theory. Alright, go away, Scott, damn you! Well, if, if it rub, He rubs on... against Smack's legs. If it insists on remaining with us, I don't see how we can dissuade it. Perhaps we should just continue our search. Yeah, just don't try and use the quicksand for a litter box. <laughs> Indeed. That was all very, very uh, entertaining, lads, I have to say. I'm glad we could entertain you, Lucas. I, I really am. It's the high point of my day. You know, i got to ask, why are you looking for a silver apple anyway? What? Why are you looking for the silver apple anyway? Because, what do you mean, why are we looking for the silver apple? You're the, because Timelin told us to find the silver apple, and he's controlling this. Yeah, well, I know what he's controlling it, and I knew what you were after, but he never didn't bother to let me know why you were after it. To what? prove that we were knights of Shenzhen. Huh. Silver sort of socks. I like gold better. You have a knack for alliteration, but I'm not sure that really helps us in this situation. And I have a knack for rhyming, apparently. Anyway, the Mermaid Lake is over there. The what lake? The, the Mermaid Mer Lake. The oh, okay. 
Isn't that Sorry, where you wanted to go? Yes, with your brogue, I couldn't quite... I couldn't quite understand what you were saying. <laughs> you just didn't have the power. That's right. You all tapes off toward the Mermaid Lake. Yes. The lion cub continues to encircle Smack's legs, almost tripping him several times. Maybe it'd be better if you carried him. <laughs> I guess the idea that Smack isn't much of a cat person. Perhaps I should take a close examination of this animal. I'm going to sit down briefly and look into the animal's eyes and perhaps see if I can get a look into its mouth. The lion cub stares back at you and after a <laughs> Mr. moment... Mr. Lion Cub, say ah. After a moment, it licks your nose. Okay, nothing special about that. It doesn't have a silver apple shoved up its nose or anything like that. And I have no food to give it, so... Um... <laughs> We are oosgrade. I'm going to get back up again, pet it lightly, and just try my best to move along towards the Mermaid Lake. Your fellows seem to have had a good question, Tim, I have to say. Lucas, Lucas I was... don't hear you coming up with any ideas. That's not so my job. My job is just to follow you around and be annoying. Oh, okay. Well, as long as we're clear on that. Ah, well done, then. Well done. All right, well, then we continue on our way to the Mermaid... The Mermaid Lagoon. Lake, yes. I know, I just couldn't resist it. Yes. Alright, uh, you, you reach the bank of the Mermaid Lake. I take out a loan. <sighs> uh, <laughs> you know, if you keep that up, I'm going to have to deposit you into the lake. <laughs> yeah, we do actually, close to my house, have the Columbian River Bank. And it just cracks me up every time I pass by, because if you read it wrong, you think there's got to be a river somewhere nearby. <laughs> yeah, that was somebody who uh, was definitely having fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whoever named it had a sense of humor. Yes. It cannot have been accidental. I refuse to accept that. Yeah. All right, so as you arrive at the lake, you see that there is the island out in the middle, as promised, with several large trees on it. But closer to this side of the lake, there is a pair of mermaids who are continually trying to leap up out of the water and grab something out of the branches of a tree that is hanging over the water. And they look quite frustrated. And they don't notice you as you approach. Can we see what's in the tree? Yes. It uh, appears to be some sort of seashell headband. Okay. Oh, shut up. Um. <laughs> be nice to the damn cat, says Shaley. <laughs> Do you have to be so disagreeable with everyone? No, is just there, you. Is there anyone in this group that you actually like, Blades? Yes. I'm pretty fond of me. <laughs> and you know I'm oh. his next favorite <laughs> yeah you keep believing that Lucas anyway I hate to volunteer you but what the hell do you think you could use your chain to knock that thing out of the tree and maybe we can well it's possible I'd be very much afraid of damaging it somehow you say it's dangling from a uh, it's caught up, it's in the caught up in the branches, which are 
Yeah, uh, so the tree way. itself is growing out of the riverbank. Right. And it's, and it's accessible. To, yes, the branches are hanging up over the water. As you are talking, though, your presence becomes noticeable to the mermaids because, well, because you were talking and making noise and such, and they uh, look at you quite curiously. They do not look like the people that you met on the, um, the beach previously. These are much more sort of legendary, mythical-type mermaids. Who are you? One of them calls out to you. You know, Smack, I think we should just make a recording of this because we seem to say it a lot. We are Knights of Shenzhen, and I am Blade Star, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2, or otherwise known as Smack Chainman. <laughs> Ah, well, do you think you could help us get my headband down, says one. Oh, uh, that was the, that was, yes. You, you see our sister, the jealous jellyfish, treacherous trout, threw that up there. I'm sorry, did After you just call your sister a jealous jellyfish? Yes, and a treacherous trout, says the other. Alliteration astounds. Okay. I threw that up there, and uh, after ripping it off my head, and we've been trying all day to get it out of the tree, but we can't reach that high. And we can't get out of the water. We shall help you, whimsical siblings. <laughs> I'm going to make a wild assumption that Shay Lee is the lightest of the three of us. I would, I would think I weigh quite a bit less than Shay Lee does, lad. There was no thought of pleasing you when I made the assessment, Lucas. <laughs> Shay yeah. Lee, do you believe you could... Sure, you too. Dumb <laughs> bastard. I can tell for sure that you're not the lightest of us. That's see, right. see, it's not just me. I'm getting a little tired of getting ragged on all the time. Same to you, Lucas, and the bad toupee that you rode in under. <laughs> Shaylee, do, do, do you believe you might be able to climb that tree and perhaps shake loose their headband? I suppose I could try. I will try. You know, we didn't even ask. How tall is this tree? The branch that the thing is on is about 20 feet above the water. Oh, okay. So okay. it's, it's a ways up. All right. I was thinking, since we hadn't asked, I could see, you know, oh, well, it's about chest high for you, but the mermaids can't jump that far to get... Shaylee looks a little bit nervously at the water, though. How deep is it? She calls out to the mermaids. It's a few oh. hundred feet deep, they call back. She looks back at Smack. Well, what if I fall? I take it you don't know how to swim, then? Not well. The last time I was in water, I I was able to walk along because I was a big rock. Young frolicking mermaids that I have taken great pains to make no mention of your upper torsos. <laughs> Would you be kind enough if young Shay Lee climbs into that tree to attempt to shake loose the headband? If she were to fall, would you be kind enough to assist her to shore and be sure that she comes to no harm? Sure, we could do that. I turn to look at Shaylee. All right, she says, a bit resignedly. Oh, wow, that's a good rule. All right, Shaylee climbs the tree, shakes the branch, and the headband tumbles from the branch and into the waiting hands of the mermaids below. Thank you, they call, and they swim a bit closer to the bank where the rest of you are standing as Shaylee climbs back down the tree. What are you all doing here, anyway? Doing good deeds, as all knights are wont to do. But we're Luke, also... Lucas giggles under his breath behind <laughs> you. Elias, <laughs> lying through your teeth. <laughs> we're thinking of having some Irish stew for dinner. <laughs> he 
says, looking pointedly at George. We also seek for a silver apple. <gasps> the silver apple, they say. No, just a silver apple, not necessarily the silver apple. <laughs> I see. They exchange a glance. What is the silver apple? Why am I talking like Shatner today? <laughs> I've also come up with Blade Star's last name. <laughs> Sardonicus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go Blade Star Sardonicus I like it the silver apple is on a tree over there they point back at the mermaid island in the middle of the lake the island in the middle of the mermaid lake oh. we've never been up on the island so we don't really know much about it but we've seen the apple from time to time when we're swimming around the lake so that's it we just have to go over to the island and pick the apple off the tree Wow, okay. There's a catch here somewhere. Or this is a really stupid test. Lucas just laughs under his breath a bit more. Since you, admittedly, by your own admission, Lucas, are the lightest of the group, I think I'm going to pick you up and throw you up into the tree. <laughs> See if we can get you to knock down the apple on your way down. First of all, no. <laughs> Second of all... <laughs> Second of all, you couldn't throw me that far anyway. The, the island's like 300 feet out in the middle of the lake. We're gonna have to, you're going to have to cross this. I'm going to do whatever the hell I damn well please. This is your problem. And so we shall. Or at least two of us shall. Perhaps three of us. If I get in the water... Well, we didn't have that problem last time, or did we? He didn't rust. <laughs> no, I don't think rust was a problem. I, actually, I don't even honestly know whether Smack Chainmore or Blade Star can swim. I'm making a wild assumption that we actually can. Uh, well, yeah, you swam previously in the caves of the Mer. Yeah, but weren't we breathing water at the time? <laughs> uh, yes. Were, yes. Something that you can't do anything about at the moment. This is true. Well, you know, we could swim a couple of you across, says one of the mermaids. That would be very generous of you. That would be. Fine young creatures of the water. What are your names? I'm Lissa, and this is my sister, Melissa. Lissa and Melissa. <laughs> I keep a scrapbook. I'll write that down. <laughs> well, Lissa and Melissa, we shall attempt to cross the lake, and if you would be kind enough to assist our group, should we run into trouble, Shay Lee, we would be much obliged. Well, we can only take two of you, really, so um, which two will it be? Hmm. I'll go. Lissa looks pointedly at Bladestar, while Melissa looks pointedly at Smack. And so we pointedly step into the water <laughs> and ask Shaylee, Shaylee, would you, would you be good enough to uh, make every attempt to keep the young lion cub from leaping into the water after me? Yes, yes. She picks up the lion cub and it settles uh, the, her, across her shoulders quite comfortably. A mancoon. <laughs> All right. And and so we attempt to cross the water uh, with the help of the mermaids. The mermaids, uh, each of them, one of them each takes uh, hold of you and swims you across the lake to the island on the other side. Uh, they leave you on the bank over there. Good luck. Thank you, Lisa. toys. <laughs> <laughs> we approach the tree. Or actually, we look around. There's lots of trees. We look here. around. I look around. Yep. 
Look around for a glint of silver. And, surprisingly, eventually you do happen to spot it quite easily. It's hanging on a branch in a very tall tree. It's about 80 feet up off the ground. Yeah. And uh, you uh, stand at the foot of the tree and can discuss your options. See, we should have brought Lucas. I bet you could throw him up there with your chain. I think if I were to attempt to throw Lucas up there, with or without the chain, he would simply keep sailing skyward and laughing at us raucously as he did so. Yeah, that's probably true. From the other side of the lake, you hear an Irish voice say, Screw you! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go find your pot of gold! My My point. Before I come after your lucky charms, you little bastard. (laughs) That's probably where the silver apple came from. It was probably a prize in the lucky charms. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Does the silver apple have cellophane wrapped around it? Never mind. (laughs) To any of our Irish listeners, no offense was intended by that horrible stereotype just there. (laughs) (laughs) I was making fun of the character, not the Irish. Anyway. And just in case anyone is wondering, my girlfriend happens to be Irish, so uh, (laughs) there's definitely no ornament. And my father was very much Irish, so much so that he once cut his thumb cutting corned beef on St. Paddy's Day (laughs) serve in the house on one of them slicer thingies. Ah. It's a nasty situation. (laughs) I I certainly did not (laughs) eat the corned beef after that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think we did. We were thinking about other things to talk. <laughs> so there, we're we're done justifying our uh, leprechaun stuff. Right. Now then, how do you get a silver apple down out of a tree when it's eighty feet in the air? Options: climb the tree, snatch it down with the electric chain of justice, possibly damaging it, which I wouldn't want to do. Attempt gravity grip to pull it down. Perhaps, Bladestar, do you have... Where uh, you could just omelet- use your cracking... What? Ground-cracking boots of... What the hell is it called? The boots of ground-stomping, yes. Thank you. Uh, ground-cracking. Just knock the whole damn tree down. Or sink the island. <laughs> <laughs> if you knock the tree and, down, it would likely end up with the apple in the lake. Yes. Yeah, but then we could find it easier. <laughs> Not if it's sunk to the bottom. No, 100 feet down is... That's uh, true. Than that's 80 a, feet that's a big... That's a... Okay. Um, yes, my boots of ground cracking scare even me. <laughs> Do you uh, have a, an arm attachment of the type that used to be able to change light bulbs in auditoriums? <laughs> Why, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. What are you doing? What the hell? I believe someone spoke to us. <laughs> my first clue was when my spine started vibrating. <laughs> yeah. I look about. And I look at the tree. What are you doing? We're looking around to see who's speaking. It is I. Thank you, that helps. And you are? Some of the branches of the tree move slightly. Ah, Treebeard. Bladestar, the tree is sentient. Yeah, it thinks too. Why are you here? It's a very philosophical question, one which we have asked ourselves on many, many long and lonely nights in front of a fire. I'm so sparsy, too! A voice calls out <laughs> on the other side of the lake. 
As far as we can tell, it's mainly to uh, learn how to love and become more... Uh, that's not what you meant, is it? We are Knights of Shenzhen, attempting to pass a test. A test for Timelin. He requested that we retrieve for him the Silver Apple. Am I the only one who thinks that sounds like the title of a children's story? A test for Timelin. Timelin's test. That's the film. The terrible, <laughs> time, the terrible test of Timelin. The tiger. Okay. Um. You cannot take my apple. Savages. May we ask for the apple? If the apple falls from my branch, I will die. What is your name? I have none. Well, that'll make addressing well, then, you very interesting. Well, then, ancient tree whose life depends on the silver apple, as a knight of Shenzhen, I will proceed no further in this test and make no attempt to gain this apple. I have no desire to cause your death or the death of any innocent sentient creature. Testify, brother. Preach it. And this I start walking back towards the... Of... That's right. Captive souls! I start walking back toward the lake. Thing told me he was going to die if I took the apple. I'm not going to kill him by taking the apple. What are you going to do? Go figure. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. <laughs> So we said, forget about it. We said, forget about it. We're going back to the show. We're going to have a nice prosciutto and uh, maybe some antipasto. And we'll, uh, some you know, buco, you know, we'll just have a good time. A period, end of story, timeline, day, you know. Sorry, <laughs> got to disappoint you. You are suddenly back in Timeline's main room, all of you, including the uh, lion cub. I removed the shiny suit. And take off the sunglasses and sit down. <laughs> the, and wipe, wipe the lion, tomato sauce away from the, my mouth. The lion, <laughs> the lion, the lion cub leaps into your lap. <laughs> nice kitty. <laughs> nice kitty. So you're back, are you? Apparently. And where is the silver apple? Well, we may have failed your test, but we couldn't, in good conscience, take the apple. The apple is what is keeping a tree alive, which is a sentient being. He's been living near, as we can tell, for, well, hundreds of years. Throw a little, you know, extra on here. So, you know, we, we couldn't very well let him die just for the sake of our own glory. Very good, very good. Well, uh, I was monitoring you during the test, I have to say. And uh, I'm sorry. Here's what I found. First, you solved Lucas's riddle. Uh, you passed the test of logic. You saved the lion cub, so you passed the test of compassion. Both good qualities in... Knights of Shinseen. Thank you. You got the hairband out of the tree for the mermaids, so you passed the test of chivalry. Yes, with Shaley's help. And you did not condemn the tree to die in order to obtain the apple, so you have passed the test of wisdom. 
Well, good. Sounds like we got an A+. I am most impressed, I must say. I expected you to fail. And we may well have done, had there been any math on the test. (laughs) (laughs) The old math labs. Those essay questions can be killers. Oh, essay questions I have no difficulty with whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Do I look familiar to either of you? Perhaps not. No. stare intently at the old man's face. It's been a very, very long time. All right, now we're getting into some backstory. Ooh, cool. I was your cousin, Michael. We grew up together as descendants of the Knights of Shedseen. You were whose cousin? His or mine? Both. We're all related in some way or another. There's been a lot of inbreeding amongst the Knights of Shedseen because there wasn't a lot of people here on (laughs) scene anymore. So that's why I wasn't going like to go this. down. <laughs> I wasn't going to go down that road. But Shaylee I mean. mutters that that explains a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're smirking at, sis. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. That he is uh, our old cousin Michael. Wow. Okay. Blade Star was... Smack and my cousin Michael. That's just. Well, no, that's all going to be explained momentarily. Uh, You see, I was, uh, you may or may not remember, you were were awfully young at the time, and I was not much older than you are, despite how I may look now. I was banished by my father, Triblast. He was your father's brother, Triblast was, Bladestar. He banished me because I thought... My uncle. Yes. I thought that sorcery and science should be combined to fight Valamir, but my father, alas, he was uh, mistrustful of sorcery because of the evil ways in which it had been used by Valamir. So I was banished and cast out from the Knights of Shinsen. I, I assume that Triblast and the others are dead now. Are you the last of the knights? We are the last that we know of. Yes, but we are attempting to continue the order. We've just inducted Shaylee here as our most recent member. That is good. You need some fresh jeans in the pool. <laughs> and I look at Shaylee and I say, no, no, a thousand times no. Don't even ask, because the answer is no. It wouldn't be you I would ask anyway. She shoots back. <laughs> All right, all right, anyway, let's move on. (laughs) Uh, I I continued my studies of sorcery over the years, and, well, I've come up with this. He holds up a long gold chain, hanging from which is a silver star. I have combined both science and sorcery to make this this object, which I've been using for for a long time. You see, with this object, you can travel back in time. You can also, really? And you can also return to the point at which you left, but you cannot travel forward in time. 
I, uh, I spent a little too much time in the past, and so I, uh, I aged back then, and when I came forward, I was much, much older than the two of you are now. So we could feasibly go back in time to when the knights were whole and stop Valamir at the source. There's probably a lot of things you might be able to do, and I only know that I'm, I'm getting much too old to flit about in the space-time continuum. Tell me, Timeline, how does it work? Yes, because I seem to think that if we did go back in time to stop Valamir, then uh, you wouldn't have had any need to go back in time, and therefore we wouldn't have met you as you are now, and we wouldn't have gotten the time And that is start. a very wise assessment, which is why I personally would not <laughs> recommend going back to the very beginning. But you might be able to go back far enough to repair some of the things that have gone wrong for you and your Company at Your present. pitiful little band. <laughs> I uh, would also like to point out, for the sake of backstory, because I did promise the explanation, that uh, <laughs> like all knights of Shinseen, uh, when I came of age, I chose a name that is more indicative of my talents. Hence, I am Timelin, you see. And you are Blade Star, and you are Smack Chain More, and so on. There will come a time when Shaylee should probably choose a more apt name as well. Stoneface. Well, I don't know, though. She was stone once, so perhaps Shaylee is not bad. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Cousin, uh, obviously the necklace is worn by one individual. Can it teleport all three along the timeline? Yes, it or will. Or is it just a person? It will teleport that person who wears it plus anyone who is touching that person at the time that the transport begins. Amazing. Are there consequences if we move backward in time and occupy the same area as... Well, let's put it this way. If, if we, we run into ourselves, <laughs> run into ourselves and, and come into physical contact with our past selves, will we uh, explode or transform into a potted palm or some such? No, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but uh, in area, this is sort of the point that Hermione Granger once made. That if you suddenly appeared in front of your past self before you knew that you were going to appear before your past self, you probably wouldn't believe that it was you, and you would probably end up killing yourself. So I don't recommend trying to do that, but there's nothing scientifically or magically speaking to prevent that or that would be catastrophic about such oh, an encounter. Because if myself tries to kill me, I can just kill myself and then continue where I left off. No. Oh, okay. Well, if your future self killed you, Blade Star, then you would uh, cease to be. In which case, you would never have appeared before your. That is right. Past self. And if your past self killed you, then you would continue on along the timeline until you went back and got killed by you. <laughs> Again, just like before. All hands abandon ship! All hands, a man! <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Sorry. Uh, I hope. At least one next generation reference in. <laughs> Truly, this is a powerful and most dangerous tool to be used with great care. That is correct, and I do encourage you to use it with the utmost caution. Well, thank you for entrusting this to us. You have proved yourselves worthy of the title of the Knights of Shenzhen. And what of you, Timelin? How will you live out the rest of your existence? I will stay here in this cave. I'm an old man. I don't have many years. I have far more years behind me than I have ahead of me, particularly given how many of those years I spend flitting around in time. Are A4 and AK particularly good at RPGs? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, never mind. Forget I said that. <laughs> so, so Shaylee is... So Shaylee is not my sister. She's my daughter. She's my sister. She's my daughter. You're all very strange people, I have to say. <laughs> but our hearts are in the right place. That's right. Do we have to take him with us? We don't have anything to feed him. And he would do much better off staying with you, where he could keep an eye on you. And how is it that it was pulled from our minds and yet exists in the real world? Or are we still in our minds? Uh, the, I was wondering how you brought that cat back. I thought perhaps you had just uh, brought him along with you and I hadn't seen him before. How did he end up here anyway? Strange. Very strange. What, was Lucas indeed a part of the vision that you created for us? Indeed he was, yes. All right, then. He didn't insinuate himself and produce some cruel magic to generate this feline. <laughs> oh, he insinuated himself. I just don't know about the cruel magic. Ah. <laughs> Shaylee speaks up then. Perhaps he is uh, hanging around because he wants to meet that glass ankle friend of yours, Mac. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go back behind that large rock outcropping and change my underwear. <laughs> You really are strange people. Yes, but our hearts are in the right place. Uh, yes, who's, your chest. Who's holding the uh, who's holding the uh, <laughs> necklace at the time? The what? Who is holding the uh, the the necklace of time sorcery? Uh, well, no one has taken it from me yet. I'm just still holding it out here to you like an idiot because uh, you're all too what? busy talking about strange things. Dip, it's not dip. like as soon as you take it, it's going to activate. I'm still standing here, sir. <laughs> well, well uh, Blade Star, I'm busy changing my. As soon as I, as soon as the image of Squeaky McGlass ankle came into my head, I had to go and change my underwear behind the thing. So I'm busy doing that. If you want to take well, it, Jay? I think uh, actually Shaylee deserves this honor because uh, yeah, I have my up in surprise at Blade Star. This is a music cue, if ever there was one. <laughs> yeah. It's the, I have it's my the sad violin music here. Or the I have my sword. Movement. And Smack has his chain. And as a knight, even if an honorary knight of Shenzhen, you should have 
a uh, not keepsake. What the hell is the word I'm looking for here? He he says it right away. I'm just a stupid player who can't figure out what the word is I'm looking for. A uh, you should have have something. I, I can't think of the word. There's a word I'm trying to tool. A signature. A signature. Um, device accessory. Ex- well, yeah, I wasn't going to go for that, but yeah, basically that's the gist of it. Yeah. Something they can market when they make the Shaylee action, action figure. Since we all know that most boys wouldn't buy a female action figure if it, uh, so if we give them something to get interested in, she and, reaches out and takes the medallion star thing from Timlin and slips it round her neck. Thank you, Blade Star. Perhaps there's hope for you yet. Timeless, do you have any fish or <laughs> milk or food or something to... Uh, to mollify this beast? I will feed him. <laughs> uh, A4 wanders back into the room and hands smack a plate of fish. Thank, Thank you, A4. <laughs> <laughs> just set it down for the lion cub the lion cub eats with gusto next perhaps we, should... we discover the truth cub perhaps <laughs> oh, oh so when uh, when should we go back to Shaley asks how about before Valamir and uh, his annoying cronies took the uh, helmet I could think of one other moment. I don't know how badly it would disrupt the flow of time or how we proceed, but I would very much like to save the life of the Mermaid King. Oh, I forgot about that. By smacking those fish away from his hands or his servants while one or the other leaps to grab hold of that sword so that it cannot be taken from us, at which point we will have all three items, the shield, the helmet, and the sword of Zim. Well, the only challenge I have with that is, and this is probably much too deep of an ethical question to be raised in an 80s cartoon, but if we save his life, then anything that is supposed to come from Shasta being queen of the people is, I, I don't know if we can, I mean, despite what I was saying earlier, I realize I, I was the one who was saying we should stop Valamir and what, I don't know if we can undo and I just realized I'm doing the whole damn Dr. McCoy Genesis thing. <sighs> <laughs> My God, Smack, do you think we're intelligent enough to... I mean... I don't know. It occurs to me now that if we were to save the king's life at that point, we would still be risking the life of his daughter, for she would still be captive of Valamir and Fantra. Perhaps it might be wiser to prevent her from being kidnapped and then make our way into the kingdom of the Mer people before there's even an opportunity to attempt to poison the king. Yes, but if we... Well... But then I would stay a statue. And we would never get the time necklace to begin with because we wouldn't have... Uh... <laughs> that is what is very odd here. <laughs> if we were to go back in time and prevent the princess of the Mer people from being kidnapped... 
then she would be alive and well and able to perform her magic that transformed you from stone to the living creature you now are. All right, however, fair enough. However, we would still be proceeding toward the uh, ocean looking for the people. Which means we wouldn't have to worry about running into ourselves. True, but our past selves would be wandering aimlessly looking for a sword that was no longer there. And when our past selves finally found the mermaid island, they would be very surprised to find that they knew exactly who they were. And say, you know, I'm starting to like this idea more and more. I think uh, (laughs) (laughs) that would, I'd like to see that actually. Once it occurs though, what would we remember? Would we remember our past selves or any of the adventures that led up to this point? Or would we become separate people along a separate timeline? Very curious. Uh, Timeline, how did you live with this sort of thing? <laughs> That's why he's so old. Only some of this is from living in the past. A lot of uh, my He brushes his hair out of his face. A lot of this white hair came from trying to figure out these salts. From discussions things. like the ones we're having now. Oh, but God. I didn't have anyone to have them with. They were just going on inside my own brain. <laughs> Oh, God. I was convinced for years. A4 and AK thought that I was schizophrenic. You know, I think... Hmm. Maybe if we stop Shasta from being kidnapped... Damn it, we can't. You know what? Take this thing back. We don't want... (laughs) (laughs) This is like a time-turner, so... How is it that in, and this is just my own me figuring it out, and I'm not trying to steal from it, I'm just trying to use it as an example to work into our own circumstance. How in the hell in the Harry Potter thing were they able to go back and do what needed to be done and have it not affect anything else? Because they were dealing with things that were separate from what their prior selves had been doing. Right, and nothing good had come of the uh, execution of Buckbeak, so they didn't have to worry about right. keeping... Yeah, well, we don't have that luxury that I can think of, because anything we do, everything that's happened in these games has affected us, <laughs> so anything we do is going to affect us. Damn it. Does this only go backwards in time? Yes, yeah, only backwards in time, as I said, but once you've gone back... You can return to the point at which you left, if you wish. Hmm. The noble thing to do would be to go and save the king from being assassinated, but... I would like to spend an oomph. Okay. What would you like to spend your oomph on? (laughs) Damn, this doesn't work either. (laughs) I would like to spend an oomph on suddenly as we're having this discussion, Smack Chainmore, Blade Star, and Shay Lee step out from a side chamber. Okay. Going out of where you were visiting with Timelin, yes? No, we're right there still in Timelin's cave. Okay. Oh, you oh oh. I'm, I'm and a lost. I think I know what he's... Yes, Bladestar, Smackchainmore, and Shaylee are sitting there with Timelin having this discussion. Right. Behind them and off to the right, maybe a little bit, Smackchainmore, Bladestar, and Shaylee step out from a chamber. 
Okay. Smack Chainmore from back behind Smack Chainmore says, Your solution is set, and you arrived at it in a little while from now. In fact, you arrived at it as I was explaining it to you, Smack. What? Yes. <laughs> you went back in time, and you met us as we were traveling toward the ocean in order to find the king of the people. You instructed us to come here. And that no matter what we did, we would have to wait here. We had to make our way here to Timeland's Cave and await your arrival. Now that you've arrived, you can go back in time and prevent the princess of the Mer people from being kidnapped. Once that is done, and once you have attained the sword, the shield, and the helm of Zim, you can transport back to the cave and then use the time amulet that you have now to transport back to this time, at which point we will merge with you along the same timeline, being in the same time and space. <laughs> All right, that sounds pretty wow. good. Wow, that's uh, freaking brilliant, sir. I'm going to let you, uh, it's gonna, I'm going to, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, that's good, and that will be the, the end of this week's episode. Wow. Bam, bam, bam. All right. It takes me down to three oomph. <laughs> well, very good. Lucky. Very good. Wow. That, uh, lucky for us. My head is still spinning happening. from that, but I think I understand the big. <laughs> moral of the story, folks. Moral of the story. It's time travel can be a very dangerous thing, and you shouldn't do it lightly. <laughs> no. Um. And the best way to correct mistakes is not to make them in the first place. <laughs> you know, we actually, I think we need one of those really stupid morals this week. Lately, we've had the ones that actually make sense. I want to do like the one where Ram Man's moral <laughs> is don't bang your head into things yeah. because that just cracked me. That's an honest to God moral from one of the. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, they actually, there's a, in one of the documentary things on the DVDs, Larry Dottilio, who wrote that episode, talks about the fact that he wrote this cool episode. He had absolutely no idea what to do for the moral. He didn't care. So he just threw that on there as something stupid so that it would be there. Uh, that was great. Don't, don't bang your head into things. Yeah, yeah. It's, I swear to God, that's the moral of the episode. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Don't bang your head into things like me, because you'll wind up... Like me. <laughs> like me, yeah, because he's kind of... God, that's funny. And so, kids, don't chew on broken glass or jam a hot poker into your eyeball. <laughs> or any other bodily orifices, for that matter. You'll find that it'll hurt like hell. <laughs> and you won't have a time amulet to go back and prevent yourself from doing it. <laughs> and that's... The end of the story. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give you guys each. Uh, what am I going to give you? I'm going to give you. It uh, was a good episode. Um, five pups. Yeah, so that's Damn. a total of twelve. I have to spend. I'm going to spend them now, so I don't forget. Yeah, we got uh, a little bit of time, so now it's good time. Well, before you do oh, that, crap. though, feedback on the episode because I always like the feedback at the end. Oh. It was good. It, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Very slick. 
I thought the funniest part of the episode, not funny ha-ha, but funny just ironic, I think this is a proper use of irony, was the fact that I thought, I, all the way through, I was thinking, some of these, I, I noticed some of the challenges were pretty easy to get through, and I thought, oh, wow, this is kind of a... And then the time thing came up, and that was like the biggest challenge of the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I thought was brilliant. End. Yeah. And it ain't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, the test was strictly to find out if you would adhere to the code of the Knights of Shenzhen, which is why it was easy. And you did. I was actually yes. quite impressed. I had contingency plans in case you didn't. <laughs> and the other thing, too, Eric, is we could have, like, rolled, like, total dogs on this one. <laughs> and and yeah. it would have ended up with me halfway down the quicksand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Well, that's the only thing about our stats getting so high. I think it'd be very difficult for us to roll like, well, no, because you can still roll. Well, yeah, like, one. like, uh, like John <laughs> said, he, he, as high as our stats are going to get, he's just going to make the encounters more challenging anyway. Yeah. But it's still, uh, we still could have rolled. I'm hell, I had to spend an oomph. Yeah, so that's right. That's, I think, yeah, so did I come to that. Yeah, yeah. No, I like this. It was very imaginative. It was very picturesque. It was very cinematic, and it moved along quite well. Yeah. We weren't mired, if you'll pardon the quicksand expression. <laughs> we weren't mired at any one particular point for very long, and everything that we encountered was very entertaining and fun to interact with. Yeah, that was cool. And the one time we were mired, it wasn't because of anything bad. It was because we had a big decision to make. And if we had just blown past it, I think that would have been a waste of drama, frankly. Yeah, uh, thanks which... for the toy, old man. Thanks, we're off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which bit are you referring to? The, the time travel thing. Oh, yeah, the well, whole, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, that was what I was hoping for, was the whole big debate at the end as to what to do with it. Yeah. You guys did that uh, exactly as I hoped. And Adam kind of pulled the Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, there's no other way around it. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing that you can picture rectifying the whole situation is if everybody's together at the same point in the timeline and do one of those big light show merge together you know, the entities converging in the timeline where you've got echoes of, of bodies here and there. And yes, but you, you realize saying, now, though, that you have... My God, Jim, you're talking about every life on Earth. <laughs> you realize that uh, you have now, though, set your own goals for next week's episode. Yeah, we're going to have to... Well, uh, next week's or, or however many episodes it takes, for crying out loud, we've got to make it back to this cave one way or another. Yeah, it's going to be very I also, I didn't mention oh, what they were. Yeah, we don't know how we got there in the first place because it was. Oh, yeah, we do. We we got to the cave. It was getting. We got teleported to the. Or that was the test. Never mind. Well, we know how we would like to get back to the cave. <laughs> yeah. As our present characters, but there's no guarantee. I also didn't make mention whether we were actually stand uh, our new selves that just arrived at, at the end of the conversation behind us. I didn't make mention of whether they were actually holding the sword, the helmet, or the shield. That's right. Because we didn't happen to notice. So maybe we succeeded, maybe we didn't. Hey, well, there we go. <laughs> Which is a little scary, but that's good for selling cereal. <laughs> All Excellent. right. So you guys can do your pops if you like. Honestly, I want to give this some thought because I was thinking most of tonight about what to try and add, and I couldn't come up with anything. So I'm going to wait until I'm a little less fuzzy-headed. So wait till you shave. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enhance some of my traits since I have 12 of these. 
Remember, anything over four is two. Is two. Oh, I know. Okay. I'm going to raise my fierce fighter to six. So that's four of them gone. So that's eight left. And I will also raise my intimidating. I don't know. How does that work? Can you really have an intimidating above human maximum? <laughs> you can. You haven't used that trait actually yet. No, I've no. I haven't really had a. I think I did once. Might have been. I don't remember. No. Yeah, I think you did once. Oh, that's what I need to raise. To hell with the agility. I'll raise that another time. I'll raise my laser eye to six as well. Might want to think about some sort of a strength attribute as well, since you seem to keep needing that. Oh, that's true. Um, hey, I didn't use my arm. Oh, yeah. Wait, did I? Actually, I don't think you did. I don't think I did. Use what? Um, my arm. Well, uh, I kind of oh, have the strength. That's right. You used the you used the strength of it to pull me out of the quick. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't use my gimmick. Yeah, That's you did true. not use the transform this this episode, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, you're not relying a, on it. Yeah, this was a chain centric episode more than a cyber centric one, which is really kind of not fair because you were the one that made the impression in the side of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there yes. should have been some payback there for you. Yes, Blade Star left his mark on this episode. <laughs> oh god, he's got a tattoo on his he's organic becoming... arm. Just says wham. <laughs> He's becoming quite the marksman. Oh, dear. There's that shirt again. Josh will need a t-shirt, too, yes. Yep. Okay, I will change laser eye to six, and I'll use my remaining four to create a trait at four, which is... Well, for right now, I'm not going to be creative. I'll just call it strength. I'll try and come up with something more uh, catchy later. And there we go, there's my 12. Very good, very good. Well, that was a, a very fun episode this week. Yeah, it was excellent. That was really excellent. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, indeed. Thank you very much. Uh, well, thank you for continuing to play, and hopefully I will continue to come up with interesting ideas. <laughs> and thank you, Eric, despite the flu, for uh, carrying on. That's oh, yeah, I think uh, actually it helped. I feel a lot better now than I did before we played, so that's a good thing. Oh, good. Cool. It's all the adrenaline. I think so, actually. All the laughing and all that helps a lot. Good deal. Have yourselves an excellent rest of the evening, gentlemen. You well, too. Right? Okay, and, and I will we'll... see you guys uh, next week. All right. Sounds next I'll week. see you tomorrow. Same time. Sir. Indeed. Okie doke. All, all right. right. Take it easy. Take it easy. Bye-bye.